All right. Welcome, everybody, to our latest Between the Races podcast on the MX Vice Network. Thank you, everyone, for listening and supporting the site. We really appreciate it. Before we get to cracking on this episode, we'd like to thank our sponsors, firstly, and Monster Energy, Fox Racing, Parts Europe, Scott, Bell Helmets, Cherbys, AS3 Performance, Kawasaki, and even Strokes for their incredible support, as without them, none of this would be possible. So, Get going on this episode. We have a very special guest who's fresh off winning the MXGP of Switzerland in fine style. We've got Maxime Renault, Monster Energy star. So how's things, mate? Congratulations on the weekend. Thanks a lot. Yeah, everything is good. You know, when you come out from a from a GP win, it's always uh, the best uh, the best day. So um, so yeah, feeling great. Uh, really happy with the weekend. And uh, now let's say that the championship chase is uh, has started. So feels good. Yeah, mate. So it's, it's a very good weekend for you, for sure. The atmosphere looked terrific over there in um Switzerland, and you to, you handled the track really well. We did a preview podcast last week, and we we definitely thought you and um Thibaut Beniston to be excellent in those conditions, and you certainly were. And you got that good start, which you've been really is so important on a track like that. And you were handling the the ruts so well, mate. And you just look really comfortable, well balanced, because uh, they were pretty, pretty tricky. Some of those off-canvas sections, and you had some great battles with Hurlings, beat past him in both motos. So, mate, so it was very impressive. How was what was it from your perspective like? Yeah, like you said, you know the track was pretty technical, um, big ruts, and uh, not so wide. You know, so it was quite tight and and tight turns and off-cambers. Also, one. Kind of strange corner, you know, on the kind of Talavega corner. So it was, it was quite a strange one. But um, but yeah, it was it was really nice, uh, really rocky underneath and uh, big ruts. So I obviously enjoyed the uh, enjoyed the conditions there. Uh, felt really great. The starts weren't the best actually. Like my 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 start straight was really actually terrible on both motos. But I could make some really really good first turn. And then uh, get myself straight away on the top five. So that was enough to then put the pressure and come back on the first positions. Uh, like you said, nice battle with uh, with Jeffrey. Um, some good pass. So it was it was nice to 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 be able to pass him uh, on both motos because uh, yeah, obviously he's uh, he's one of the biggest uh, challenger for the year. So so you you want to you don't want to leave him too much points. Um, and then yeah, I think the the main the main thing this season is going to try to get the starts, you know, to don't let uh, Prado get too far away ahead because you always get those starts. So, um, so yeah, that's why I'm now uh, in Italy working with uh, the Rinaldi crew and uh, having some some testing going on. Yeah, absolutely. Those those starts, mate. I was just I was impressed with um with how you managed the race. Obviously, you got by um into second, and you sort of probably realized it was nine or ten second gap. So you were happy to. Happy to take the second. And I know you mentioned to James in Sardinia the other week how you were sort of struggling to find the limits of pushing too much or when to sort of manage races. So it seems like you got that perfectly right on the weekend, mate. And to obviously that second one, you wanted to get Prado pretty quickly, mate, because you didn't want him getting that that lead. So you, you must have been happy with how you how you managed the the, the whole weekend, really. Yeah, it's true. You know, like uh, first moto, I, I I found my way into second place a little bit late. You know, and uh, Prado was was already gone. Um, so I tried to get a push, to be honest. And uh, 
we know that uh, that he is strong when he's up the up front, you know, and that he has some some kind of comfortable gap, you know, so he can put really his riding into place, and he doesn't have to defend. But um, but yeah, in the second moto, I was straight away on his back, and uh, and I just wanted to pass and go, you know. So I found a spot. I just went for it and 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 ran away. But um, but yeah, it was. Uh, was just nice. It was just nice. I hope that uh, all weekends are gonna happen like this on the next races. You know, just um, the only small thing about the weekend, you know, is the qualifying race. A little bit disappointed mm. about it because now you know it's really coming into play for the championship. Yeah, ten points are quite a lot, and uh, if you make the the mat, you know, uh, on the weekend, uh, Prado still makes more points than me. So I win the GP, but he gets more points in the total. So that sucks. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. that sucks because uh, you win the GP, but you don't put the most points. But uh, my own fault, you know, and I need to to rework on those quali and uh, and on the quali, it's the most important. We we will be the start all the time, so that's yeah. why we need to be to be sharp on this one. Yeah, absolutely. He's just killing those qualifying races and the first motos at the moment, and then just almost just getting through the second one because he's got so many points, but. Did you feel in that second one you had a like the gap wasn't huge the whole race? Did you feel much pressure or were you pretty comfortable um, up front, mate? I was feeling comfortable, you know. I'm I'm used to managing races now because yeah, with the Miss Two season getting the world title and uh, and also like last year winning quite some motos. Um, I've got now a bit of experience, so um, I was just managing my gap. You know, it's not a track where you can put a twenty-second gap. It's uh, mm. you know, everyone is quite tight and uh, and and fast. Um, but I was just trying to pull away, put a comfortable gap of three, four seconds, and and keep it. There is Roman then that uh, came back quite mm. strong and uh, passed uh, Prado. Then I got some lab riders uh, coming into play, so I lost quite some time, and he came back pretty close. I think he was not. Yeah, one second for me. Yeah, but then, uh, yeah, then just uh, put the hammer down and went again, and uh, and then yeah, on the last two laps, I just ran away again, and uh, and that was it. So, so it was just good managing of the race. Yeah, yeah, you did well, mate. And also, you would have been happy to avoid that roost because um, Roman afterwards was saying he's like, I can barely sort of feel my face. I've just been smashed with with rocks the the whole the whole the whole race day really. So you were happy to get out front and avoid that. With you obviously felt them a bit too. Yeah, actually, so in qualifying race, I got some rock in my in my in my lips, but uh, it wasn't too bad. And on Sunday, actually, I was uh, I mean on Monday, sorry, because the race was on Monday. Yeah. Uh, um, I didn't get roosted so much, even if I was not like started in front and I had to pass some guys. I don't know, I could avoid the the, the roost. And I was actually in the pickup speaking with the guys, and I was like, uh, yeah. I didn't from what it looked, you know, with the rocks on the on the on the ground and stuff, it it looked worse than it was. And then I saw Roman went like <laughs> no, and and uh, and also Prado was like no, no way, it was really really bad. So I I guess I just got lucky, you know, to avoid the roost and um, yeah, I don't have so much mark on the body, so that's that's okay. <laughs> oh, that's good, mate. And and did you like the Monday race, or just you you probably prefer the Sunday? I'd assume, but it doesn't matter as long as as long as it's racing, it's good. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. You know, it's uh for me, it's as long as it's racing. You know, it's good. Uh, Sunday was just a rest day, but at the same time, you don't have to lose focus. But no, it was just, it just felt good. You know, I think I managed it quite quite well. Mm. Uh, it was just shit for my parents that was that were there and working on on Tuesday morning at four in the morning. So they had to, mm. you know, like 
drive back uh, six hours and get really tired for working. But but yeah, after a GP win, you 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 don't know what is uh what is being tired. You know, uh, you feel pumped, so you you don't feel tiredness. No, I would have made the trip back a lot easier for them, mate, for sure, with you winning. And it was good to obviously celebrate with them as uh, you did the big pop of the champagne, ring the cowbell. Yeah. So you looked pretty happy on the podium, mate. It's obviously you haven't had, had a win since Spain. So um, first one of the year and obviously you're looking for more to come. Yeah. And obviously Trentino you, for this week, um, you've obviously got some testing lined up and you're pretty confident again heading there because you've got special memories from that track as well. Yeah, pretty Pretty much a lot of uh, good memories in that track. Um, I've got my first uh, European win there in one to five. Uh, I've got my first world title there in uh, two fifty. So that makes this track uh, special for me. But um, we're gonna try to keep on the focus, you know, try to get those starts because in Arco it's gonna be also crucial. And um, and yeah, just try to be on the podium. I think now um, we need to we need to shift uh, another gear. That's what we did this weekend, and uh, the goal is going to be to just stay on the same gear and uh, and keep on going. Yeah, mate, you obviously came, come into the season extremely sort of healthy, fit, good good training with Kenny. Um, obviously we've spoken to James about that, and it's um it's obviously hold you in good stead. You're feeling really really good and ready for a big long championship. It's pretty much sixty motos, isn't it, mate? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We had a really good winter, um, good preparation. On the beginning of the season, to be honest, I wasn't 100% uh, because I had to deal with some small stuff. I mean, some stuff. But um, now I'm feeling better and better and, and feeling back to full shape. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's part of racing, you know, and a lot, you hear a lot of riders telling this also, you know. Um, I heard Romain, I heard Jeffrey telling that uh, they are not uh, 100% and, um, and they are getting to there. But like, I guess almost everyone you know like when you're a motocross rider it's part of the job also to race when you're not 100 percent. and the thing is try is to try to avoid those small things i believe those small problems and the one that does it the best will mainly get the get the the, the championship at the end of the season you know so so no excuses and uh yeah just uh trying to to keep on being strong and uh and up there yeah, absolutely. It's so you can tell, obviously speaking to you and watching some of the stuff you've done with Monster Energy, you're like a very fiercely competitive, motivated, driven sort of athlete, you know, like speaking to James, he's obviously um had some time with you and he said that's just like you're just so focused. It's it's uh, it's very impressive to see. So it's good to see all your hard work paying off, mate. And but and also to to go with that, what what do you think of the qualifying races? Are you happy about it or not so happy? Yeah, uh, when you lose points on qualifying race, you're not so happy. If you ask the same question to Prado, he will tell you that's the best <laughs> thing they ever done. You know, so it's it's a little bit. Of the, it it depends on the point point of view. For the moment, it's not really helping me for the championship. But at the same time, you know, at least you don't get the start for nothing. You race for points, and I I believe also for spectators and stuff, it's great because. One point is one point, and you know that the guys before they were maybe not fighting for it, and now we just fight like dogs for it, you know. So, so it's uh, it's really getting more exciting, and uh, it's changing a little bit. So, um, it's not too bad, but hopefully, I can make some points on those quality quality races uh, on the next races. Yeah, right. Oh, you'll, you'll be, I reckon, you'll be primed for it with a good week of testing. And how is the bike new, the new bike going? Obviously, lots of good feedback from all over the world. Um, on how on how that new Yamaha is and what's your take on it? You 
pretty comfortable with it? Yeah, I'm pretty comfortable with it. We had a lot of testing going on this winter because obviously new bike, you need to start from zero from a white paper, so so white page. So yeah, it's um it's going pretty well. You know, like when you perform and you are uh, riding on the best level of MSGP, it's it means that the bike is working. Uh, surely we are still not fully there. Uh, I'm still a little bit like not satisfied with a couple of things. Uh, but the, the crew are working, working really hard and they already made an awesome job, you know, so it's getting there. It's getting there. We are, uh, and also, you know, when, when you think you're a hundred percent, you, there, there's always something to improve because no one is waiting for you, you know, and the bikes around from other brands gets faster and faster. And, uh, and you always have to evaluate because if you stand still, they will pass you at one moment. So, so, so we keep on working and, uh, keep the development. Yeah, it looks like with Vosters there, you've got an awesome setup, super professional. You've got all the facilities, all the resources. It must be amazing having a boss like him and having that team around you. So, you know, everyone's working in that direction to make you as best as possible every weekend. Yeah, it's good, you know, to have a, a team that puts uh, everything into play, like everything into it. And um, we have also a really good, good, uh, yeah, gestion of it i would say with yamaha you know they they have the rinaldi, rinaldi crew also that uh uh takes part takes care of that about the the um, the rnd you know so so it's good we have a strong crew um with uh, many knowledge many capacities so we can develop and we can get where we we want to obviously it's a new bike so it takes a bit of time but but we we are getting there and uh, we will get there very soon yeah, mate. Obviously, helps getting the wins, and that that keeps you keeps you motivated and keeps the confidence high to keep working super hard. And obviously, how how has it been with the bike setup? Because the first three tracks have been very different. Have you found it challenging to sort of get the little finer details spot on, or have you been quite successful and you pretty you know what you want? No, actually, I'm pretty happy because you know those three first races were just the the the, the big challenge, you know, because it, like you said, very three very different tracks. So we mainly did uh, deep sand, hard sand, and hardback, which are the three kind of soil you can find in the season. Mainly, we just miss mud, but I think it's yeah. probably going to come in the season. Yeah. Um, but for the moment, the bikes feel comfortable, um, and and I feel good on it. So. I felt I could really perform on those three GPs you know, on the higher level, and uh, I was able to. Um, I was in. I had the capacities to win races and be being the fastest, or being at least winning the the race on the all three three races, three conditions, and that means already a lot. So um, I don't feel we have anything to um, worry about. Just keep on working and uh, try to evaluate, but um, we have already a very strong base. Yeah, absolutely. You must be so happy with your progression over the last few years because you're extremely, a very complete rider, like good on all surfaces, you know, very physically strong, can handle the 450 so well. And you must, that rookie year last year, obviously you had a, had a win and just got heaps of, I think it was seven overall podiums, six moto wins, 16 top three moto finishes, 22 top five moto finishes, like pretty amazing rookie year. And you missed a round, finished fourth in the championship. So from your perspective, everything's going in a really good direction, isn't it? Yeah, sure. It's a very good, you know, like good evolution. Um, because like if you make a couple of steps uh, backwards in my in my in my career, you know, 
Uh, I've had really tough years, and when I came back in, in GPs after one full season out uh, in 2018, um, I was like barely able to step on the podium of the EMX 250. You know, I think I've did only I've done only one podium in EMX 250, and then it was just building, 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 and trying to get back to the to the level I was on one to five. You know, fighting with Prado and being the best of the that generation, and I believe we did a great job. You know, because when when you miss a full season of of racing at that age, you know, when you're still not fully mature with full experience, that you're still building yourself. It's just if you put a kid out of school for one year when he's uh, 10 years old, you know, and he's like uh, maybe learning to read or something, he's going to take a big, 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 um, he's going to be really late, you know. And that was never easy to to catch back. But we, we managed it and, um, yeah, tried to go through like... Avoid injuries, obviously, because injuries are the biggest um, break for a motocross rider. So, um, so yeah, I think uh, we did a great job and I'm really happy with the evolution. And yeah, speaking about last year, my rookie season uh, in MSGP, uh, having a big injury in the middle of the season, broke, breaking two vertebras and coming back uh, strong, winning winning again motos and uh, winning the MX of Nation at the end of the year was quite of um, a great year for a rookie season. And so, um, so yeah, it's uh, just part of the building, you know, and uh, my goal is just trying to improve season in season, I mean, season after season, you know, and uh, for the moment, that's what we're doing. So it's, it's really good. Yeah, mate, that uh, Motocross the Nations effort was uh, supreme, mate. You must have been really happy with that, obviously, in front of the, the, the big the big stage, the whole world of motocross watching and you, you showed them what you're all about, mate. So it was must have been a great day. Yeah, that was great. That was really great because coming into the into USA, um, I've never been there uh, before, and no one knew me. So I guess all American people were like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" You know, like uh, that young kid coming here racing Tomac. Uh, where 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 does he want to go? You know, and and I was happy to not not only proving to them because I have nothing to prove to anyone, but it's more like. For my side, you know, as a as a as an MX kid, you know, that I've been looking up to to those big names, you know, uh, being being there, fighting with them, and riding with them, and 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 beating them in in Redbud was just awesome. So um, great first experience in US, and uh, yeah, surely looking forward to to many more, and uh, and also to Motocross of Nation this year in France. Yeah, mate, you certainly proved a lot of people wrong and um, showed them what you're all about. And obviously, you've got that really good edge that makes you such a good competitor. And what, what do you, where do you get that from, mate? Just growing up, because you're obviously super relentless, have a really big drive to just keep working to be the best possible you can. So, do you, what do you credit that to? Your parents or just yourself? I would say that, yeah, I would say that my education, my parents have always uh, learned me to the 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 matter and uh, how how important how important it is uh, to work. And the value of things, you know, like um, I've never been, I don't know if you can say that in English, but in France, you say that you, you are not born with a golden spoon in the, in the mouth, yeah. you know. So, um, so everything I, I wanted, I had to work for it. And, uh, and I really thank them for that because it's just like learning what real hard work is. Uh, my parents have some, uh, they are a butcher, they have a meat shop. So my dad used to to wake up very early to prepare to work hard when it's cold and and you know like it's not the easiest work 
and still he was taking care of my bikes working till late night you know to make my bikes ready and good you know so i had really a lot of respect for for them too because uh, my dad was working and my mom also had to take care of many more things because my dad didn't have time you know to 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 do that because of the bike so um, when you have parents you know that really help you takes time for you and 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 work there are so hard for you you have no excuses you know and and they never really had to push me they never really had to tell me but i guess i just understood and i would never have been able to look at myself in a mirror you know if i wouldn't give the 100% when i see my dad working till uh, maybe midnight or 1am in the, in the night you know on my bike waking up at 4 to prepare the meat and uh and i'm i'm not giving my 100% this wouldn't be wouldn't fi- wouldn't be fair so um, so yeah it's uh it's just yeah education i believe and uh, and also willing to to fight and to competition you know i'm very competitive guy on everything i i do i i want to win uh i want to win it's just i i'm living for that so so i give my my 100% yeah, mate, you can definitely tell they've put the foundation and you, you don't mind sacrificing a lot of stuff to, to, to achieve your goals. And that, yeah, it's impressive that what, you, what you're saying there. So you're following their footsteps, mate, and it's hold you in good stead to keep going. And just a couple more for you, mate. Just um, aims for the weekend, obviously. Are you wanting to, are you trying to just build podiums or you just want to sort of win as much as you can? Or is it just because it's going to be a long season? So is the goal just podium every week? And get those qualifying races and the starts dialed. The thing is that you can see it in two sides now. It's that uh, you know podium every weekend is great. It's a long championship and stuff, and that's true. It's it's true, but at the same time we see that uh, there are not a lot of guys winning, and I mean a lot of guys being up front all the time. And even if Prado didn't win a GP, he won already a lot of races on six races with points now with the two qualifiers um i mean no not six nine now uh i don't know how many motos he won but he won quite a lot of motos you know so you cannot just go out there and say i'm satisfied with the podium when this guy is like putting the motos like uh gp after gp it's not possible because otherwise the 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 points are going to be too much and the championship you know is long but not that long also so the goal is to try to see with the situation, try to see also with what I have on the moment, because I'm not going to try to override myself and go to the mistake and maybe to the injury. I'm going to see with what I have, but surely when I have it, I will go for the win. I will now really go for the win. So, so when I have it, I will go for it. Yeah, nah, it's a good good approach, mate. It's it's tough because you want to manage it, but yeah, you can't be too too relaxed about it because yeah, he'll just. The points will just and just gap, and then like what happened, what's happening in now with um in the supercross section is probably too far back to, to sort of do much yeah. damage on uh Pomac and Webb. But no, nah, mate, thanks. Just before I let you go, I'll just give you an opportunity to say thanks to some some people you'd like to, and um yeah, it's been a great chat. Yeah, yeah, it's been a great chat, and uh yeah, just uh want to thank all the all the people that put the effort uh for me, you know. Uh, speaking firstly about my mechanics because we we don't speak about them uh, enough. My suspension guy, uh, all the guys working on my bike, um, also the team, the brand, everyone around me. You know, I've, I have a crew now since a couple of years, which are the same. Uh, I really have my trust people around me, and uh, and uh, and yeah, I want to thank them. 
and obviously my family that have been uh, since a lifetime on my back, you know, having my back. So just thank, thanks to all of them and uh, for trusting me. And uh, let's try to keep the story story long. Yeah, mate, I love the approach and the attitude because you, what you've been through and your background, you're so appreciative of um, everyone that's helped you get to where you are. So, yeah, but uh, before we let you go, I'll just give a read out to the sponsors for making this one happen. So Monster Energy, Fox Racing, Parts Europe, Scott, Bell Helmets, Acherbys, AS3 Performance, Kawasaki, and obviously even Strokes for all their incredible support. As without them, there would be none of us. So, yeah, thanks again, Maxime, for joining us and all the best for the weekend. And I uh, hope you have a great week getting ready. Thanks a lot, guys. See you next time.